Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. 11-game losing streaks finally over. Thank God. It just First win since January 21st, and today's February 14th. I mean, it's pretty crazy to think about. A full three weeks, basically, of not winning a single basketball game. And the last two losses have been very tough. The one at Washington, the one at Miami, which I have not talked about with you guys. That was a very tough loss. Great comeback. Came up short in the end. Did not get a final shot off, which was terrible, but... Tonight, we got some reinforcements. Seth Curry made his debut. Andre Drummond made his debut. Ben Simmons was on the bench. KD was on the bench. So getting guys back. We got LaMarcus Aldridge back. Can't forget about him. We did get Nick Claxton back. Technically, he did not play in this game. Coach's decision, but he was active. So we're getting guys back, thank God. Of course, Kevin Durant's the main guy. Kyrie Irving coming back full-time is a big thing as well. But as for tonight, it was a good win. Feels good to be a Nets fan for once. So hopefully you guys enjoy the video and let's get into it. So first off, shout out to Bruce Brown for the performance tonight. 8 of 12 shooting. He had 19 points in this game. 3 blocks, 5 steals, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. Even made a couple 3. He made one 3, sorry. I felt like he made 2, but he made one 3. Um, yeah, Bruce Brown was awesome. This is probably the most efficient Bruce Brown game I've seen maybe in his entire Nets career. Definitely this season at least, so... He was awesome, and I feel like every time I see Bruce Brown in the starting lineup, I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. But then he came out and had a great game. He actually led the Nets in minutes tonight and led them in plus-minus. He had a plus-28 today. So, yeah, Bruce Brown was phenomenal. I don't know if we're getting this um, performance ever again, but the Nets needed it very badly, and he came through tonight. And, of course, it helps that we had Curry and Drummond join the team as well. But it can't go unnoticed how great of a game Bruce Brown had tonight. Just hopefully he can somewhat keep that up going forward. As for Seth Curry, the new guy, 10 of 18 shooting, 23 points. I mean, he looked good, honestly. He was very good to start out the game. He was sitting some pull-up jumpers. He made a very long three-pointer, like 28-foot three-pointer from straight on. He was just a difference maker in this game, no doubt about it. Even uh, you know had some assists. He had five assists in this game, seven rebounds. So Seth Curry adds more of that floor spacing this team needs. They needed a shooter, of course. It was just Patty Mills, basically. So adding Seth Curry, who once again, based on percentages, is one of the best three-point shooters of all time, definitely helps this team. And Honestly, for the Nets right now who don't really have a natural point guard, which is why Goran Dragic or someone like that makes a lot of sense, um, Seth Curry had to play a lot of point guard tonight, which is not really a natural position if it's more of a two guard, but it worked out fine. And, you know, Seth Curry is not going to be asked to do this the entire season. Hopefully, you would hope at some point Kyrie Irving comes back. Maybe the Nets get a guy um, from the buyout market, whether it is Dragic or somebody else. But Seth Curry, maybe for the next few games or so, may have to play a bigger role. So that's unfortunate for him, I guess. Maybe it's a good thing, too. I don't know. I don't know how these players look at that. But Seth Curry, for most of his career, has not been asked to carry a you know, large portion of a team's offense, but now with the Brooklyn Nets in this situation with guys out, he may be asked to do so, so hopefully Seth Curry can maintain that, but definitely a very impressive first game. Obviously, guys are going to have off-shooting nights here and there, but at least for his Nets debut, I was impressed, and he was definitely a difference maker in this game. As for Andre Drummond, also made his Nets debut. He played 24 minutes, 4 of 7 shooting, 3 of 4 from the line, had 3 offensive rebounds, 9 rebounds total, 11 points, also had this amazing block. I mean, there was a play where it was basically just Drummond in a two-on-one. They dish off the pass. Drummond turns his body and just swats the crap out of the ball. It starts a fast break. So, yeah, Drummond had an awesome block there. Um, he had four assists, two steals. He had pretty active hands tonight, I saw. Made a couple of nice plays there. But, 
you know, Drummond is going to make a boneheaded pass at least once a game. We saw that behind the back pass he tried to do. It did not work whatsoever, but he also had some pretty nice assists as well. That was one of the things I talked about when the Nets acquired him is how he'll make some really nice passes here and there. It's not really what Drummond was known for coming into the NBA. I feel like that's something he's developed the past couple years here, but Drummond is a pretty decent passer for center, so that definitely will help some of the open shooters here. But Drummond was a difference maker, and the Nets, as I've said before, needed a natural center. And Andre Drummond is that guy. He's a big dude. You can tell by looking at him, very big guy. And he was making a difference on the interior. Like, he was more of a, you know, one of the better rim protectors the Nets have had in a long time. Like, I don't look at LaMarcus Aldridge as an elite rim defender, Nick Claxton, I mean, I feel it doesn't really have that body type. I mean, at times, yes, he'll go up and block a shot, of course, but Nick Claxton is not really that bulky guy down low that you need. Blake Griffin doesn't have the height. I mean, there's not really a natural center that's this rim protector on the Brooklyn Nets. That's why when the Nets acquired Andre Drummond, it should not have been looked at as just like a throw-in type guy. Andre Drummond's going to play a pretty big you know, role on this Brooklyn Nets team. He might play 25, 30 minutes a night once the playoffs come around. So Drummond's going to have to you know, get acclimated here and, and play a big role. But from what I saw in his Nets debut, I saw some impressive stuff. He had some very nice rebounds early on, some 50-50 ones that he was battling for. Got the Nets some extra possessions. So yeah, if Drummond can play like this at a pretty consistent level, Obviously, he's not the most consistent player, but just play near this level that he was tonight. He'll have some great games, have some down games. We get it, but just play around this level. Um, he will help the Nets out a lot, and the Nets definitely need someone like that to protect the rim, of course, against guys like Joel Embiid, guys like Giannis in the playoffs. I'm not saying Drummond's going to completely stop them, of course, but he will definitely help down there as compared to a guy like Aldridge on defense or Blake Griffin. So the acquisition of Drummond has so far looked good through one game, and hopefully Hopefully he continues to be a nice key piece to this Nets um, playoff run when they get there and, you know, regular season, of course, because they still have to win games. But yeah, Drummond had a nice debut. I was impressed with what I saw. So LaMarcus Aldridge, I mentioned he came back in this game. He came off the bench, but he really didn't miss a beat. I mean, he missed like his first two shots, but went eight for 11 for the game. So I guess he missed his first two shots, then just basically didn't miss the rest of the game. He was 8 of 11, 19 points in this game, had 8 rebounds. So yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge, the pick-and-pop game, was working tonight. Had a couple of um, you know putbacks, easy ones, but Aldridge played very well in this game. So, you know, he's one of those guys that you kind of forget about sometimes with the Nets. They have such a talented roster when they're healthy. I kind of forgot about Aldridge myself. He's one of those guys that when he's out, it's kind of easy to forget about him. But when he comes back and starts making all his shots, it's like, oh, that guy actually helps his team out a lot. So... You know, of course, with Aldridge, he's not going to be the best defender these days, but he was fine in this game for the most part. And if he can add like that really great mid-range game, can finish around the rim, which he does at a very high level, then he has a spot on this team, of course. And I, I guess when all guys are healthy, because we saw Claxton was healthy, we saw that Blake Griffin was active. He only played three minutes in this game, Blake, but... He actually had a minus nine. Wow. I guess the rotation is going to be Andre Drummond to start at center and get the most minutes for most matchups, and then um, LaMarcus Aldridge behind him. As for Nick Claxton, I have no idea. I would have to think at some point Nick Claxton gets back into this lineup, but then 
wanting to implement Ben Simmons, who's just like a much better Nick Claxton, basically. Um, I don't know how much Nick Claxton's going to play on this team, you know what I mean? So he's going to play at some points this year, but Nick Claxton kind of has to earn that role back. He's not going to be given that you know starting center job back. He has to earn it back as time goes on. You would have to think LaMarcus Aldridge will have his rest days, maybe even Drummond, maybe somebody gets hurt, of course. So Claxton should stay ready, but right now it's not like he has a concrete spot in the rotation um, for the upcoming games. So we saw Kessler Edwards play 25 minutes. I got to talk about him for a bit. I mean, there's things I like about Kessler's game right now, but things I don't like. I mean, the thing I don't like, of course, is like the ineffective shooting. He has not looked that great as a shooter lately. Um, I think he may have made a three this game. Yes, he made one three, one of three in this game. He had three points. But, you know, Kessler's defense, of course, for the most part, has been impressive. There's been times he's had tremendous games defensively, some not so great. But I think back specifically to him guarding Steph Curry against Golden State like a couple weeks back. He did a very good job on Steph. But um, Kessler Edwards offensively has been very inconsistent to put it nicely lately and I just feel like maybe there's too much on his plate right now I mean coming out of like Pepperdine I'm sure he was not expected to play this much this year so you're hoping that he didn't hit that rookie wall but Kessler Edwards is a guy that I'm a bit concerned about but I guess I've seen more confidence with his game lately I've seen a couple more floaters in his game I've seen some more like mid-range pull-ups so like you know, at least Edwards is adding that to his game. He has trouble finishing around the rim. We know that as Nets fans. So as long as Edwards can do that and knock down three-pointers at above 38%, let's call it, um, he should have a spot on this team. But when guys are fully healthy, if Joe Harris returns, I don't know if Kessler Edwards has a role in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, I think if Joe Harris comes back and the other guards stay healthy, the forwards, um, I do, I'm not really sure if Kessler Edwards has a role on this team. But I think if Joe Harris remains out the rest of the year, which I guess is possible, hopefully not, then I do think Kessler Edwards has at least some role on this team. But it really depends on the health of Joe Harris going forward. Patty Mills, not the best game, has some trouble dribbling the ball today. I felt like he had tough times with Davian Mitchell on defense. Mitchell was just all up in his grill. We know Patty's not like the best ball handler, so it wasn't really a great matchup for him. But Patty started out shooting well. I think he made like a couple threes in the first quarter, then went cold. He was three for 11 on the night, so it wasn't really his best game. James Johnson played 20 minutes. I mean, you know, Johnson at one point in this game had like five fouls in four minutes, so it wasn't really the best game to start out, but um, I think he finished the game all right. I mean, he was fine. He didn't really do that much. I remember he had a nice reverse dunk, but... You know, James Johnson as a ball handler, I guess, has a role on this team because, as I said, not many guys, there's not like an active point guard right now for home games. I mean, Seth Curry, who is a two guard, is your point guard. You're using guys like Patty Mills, who's a two guard at your point guard spot. So James Johnson, who's a forward that can handle the ball pretty well. I mean, I guess there's a spot for him until Kyrie Irving returns full time. But James Johnson also has size to him, but he also fouls way too much. So I'm not sure if he's like a guaranteed role for when the playoffs happen, but we'll see how James James Johnson finishes out the year. We saw Javon Carter, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas played 26 minutes, 14 points at a big fourth quarter, I remember. So Cam Thomas continues to put up some big numbers. He had a 20. He has like his numbers the past five games or so have been so great. Like it's he's averaging like 24 points or something crazy. So Cam Thomas is he's very exciting because he's only 20 years old and he just knows how to score the basketball so as long as he scores like this at 20 and develops more with his game you know like finishing at the rim I guess a bit better um, passing the ball of course defense understanding defensive rotations if Cam Thomas can get that stuff down 
the guy's a very bright future. So I'm excited about Cam Thomas right now. But just for right now, at least, the guy can score the basketball. We know that. Javon Carter, not any fish in the shooting day, one of six, but I didn't notice like anything bad from Javon Carter. So it was like it was a decent game from him, I guess. But that's pretty much it for guys in the rotation. I mean, pretty much the takeaway is it was great to finally get away from this losing streak. The Nets have two more games, I believe, until the All-Star break. They play the Knicks Wednesday on the road, and then we have the Wizards home on Thursday night. So two winnable games. I'm not sure if we'll win either of them, but like they're winnable. Like The Knicks are coming off a very tough loss in overtime versus the Thunder tonight. We know the Wizards aren't the best team right now with Bradley Beal out. They made some trades recently, guys getting acclimated. So two winnable games. I mean, can they win both of them? Sure, but I'm not really expecting that right now. But if we can split and go into the break at 31 and what, 27, I think it would be, I'd be content with that, of course, for how bad things were getting. So if we can close out, win two out of three here, go into the break, I mean, I'll sign up for it right now. So hopefully we find a way to at least get one of those games coming up. Obviously, I'd rather beat the Knicks, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So, But yeah, tonight was just a fun, stress-free for the most part victory. I remember the Kings cut it to like 55-50 at one point, five-point game. But the Nets always found a way to just respond every time. They always had a pretty nice lead of about eight plus points the entire game they really pulled away in the fourth quarter so nice relaxing fourth quarter victory not much to stress about it was great to see curry and drummond implemented into this lineup and you know we'll find out when ben simmons plays i mean i'm actually thinking about going to the Nets celtics game on the 24th so i'm hoping that that's his debut ben simmons but we'll find out when that happens there's some people that want ben simmons's debut to be when kd returns i don't know if i want to wait that long though because like ben simmons is a very good player so why not put him onto the team like why are we waiting for KD to come back, you know, so I think whenever Ben Simmons is ready, uh, according to the performance staff, whatever they're called, they're going to put Ben Simmons out there, so hopefully we see him as soon as possible, we at least have the all-star break to get him, you know, uh, more ramped up, as they like to say, so hopefully we see him as soon as possible, and, you know, seeing the um, addition of Curry and Drummond tonight, how much they'll help the team going forward, we got a taste of that tonight, so it should definitely help out this team, so I'm excited about that, and You know, Bruce Brown made a comment about um, the locker room. Everybody likes everybody now, he said, or something like that. So it seems like with James Harden gone, there's just better vibes in the locker room. Guys are just playing harder. There's more chemistry out there and more tempo, definitely. I definitely noticed the Nets offense has been a lot more fast-paced and a lot more, you know, fast break points since James Harden's been out. Not taking like a shot at him, but that's just the way he plays. He's a guy who likes to just dribble off the ball very slowly and, and, you know, just do his thing. That's how James Harden is. So, you know, without him here anymore, the Nets can now push more and and get more fast break points and points in transition. So it's going to help for a team like this, especially a young team without their best players. I mean, it's it's going to help. So, you know. Hopefully for James Harden, he comes back and I guess has a decent year with the Sixers. I don't want to have him have a a great year, but still. Um, I actually found out, well, we all found out that James Harden had a real hamstring issue. I was actually surprised by that. I figured that James Harden was kind of faking that, figured he would go to the Sixers and just play in the first game he's eligible. But apparently, James Harden actually has a hamstring issue. He's not going to play until after the All-Star break. He's out for the All-Star game. So I guess James Harden was actually kind of injured. So, you know, apologies for what I said. 
I don't take back for what I said about quitting on the team. He still did that. But yeah, as for the injury, I guess he was not faking it. I guess there was actually some hamstring tightness and whatnot going on there. But still, James Harden is still a quitter in my eyes, and it is what it is. So anyway, that'll do it for the video. Not a long one, but I talked to you guys a couple games ago. But anyway, I'll make a next video during the All-Star break for sure. I might do some like mid-season grades or some video like that. But hopefully you guys, you know, tune in for that. Hope you guys enjoyed this video, and I will talk to you guys next time.